You are now tuned in to the real Coach JB Slapdick Podcast. Last chance for me, will I make it, will I take it to the top, we gon' see, it's the last chance for you, last chance for me, it's the last chance for you, last chance for you, last chance for me, will I make it, will I take it to the top, we gon' see, What up, what up, Real Coach JB here, man of the Slap Dick Podcast coming at you. This fine Wednesday, the 16th. Trying to upload my uh, YouTube here before I get going. See, that's what's great about being a slapdick. You just do slapdick shit. Make sure it's not for the kiddos. We we can't have no fucking kids listening to this shit. It's too fucking raw and uncut. Is what it is. I'm gonna get to uh what up YouTube YouTubers in the house. I'm gonna get to paying the bills before I get into this show. Got a new slap dick podcast sponsor for the uh next few weeks. They were on uh Shark Tank, they're called Moink, M-O-I-N-K. They are, uh, Moink was founded by an eighth generation farmer who was featured on Shark Tank. Host Kevin O'Leary said it's the best bacon he's ever tasted, and I agree. This shit is bomb. I'm just going to be honest. And Jamie Simonoff, creator of the Ring Video Doorbell, invested in Moink. And why do just four companies control 80% of the U.S. meat industry? Because big food crushes the little guy. Just like I always say, big fish eat little fish. You can help change that with moinkbox.com. M-O-I-N-K box.com. Why are 97% of chicken served in the U.S. dipped in chlorine? Simple, because big food doesn't have the same quality standards as the family farm. That's why you need moinkbox.com. The best bacon, the best steak, the best chicken, and the best salmon you'll ever eat won't come from the grocery store. You'll only find it in the family farm and caught by independent Alaskan fishermen. That's why you need moinkbox.com. Join the moinkbox movement. Go to moinkbox.com slash believe, B-L-E-A-V, right now. And listeners to this show get free bacon for a year with every box ordered. That's one box, one year of the best bacon you'll ever taste, but for a limited time. Spelled M-O-I-N-K, box.com, slash believe, B-L-E-V, B-L-E-A-V. That's moinkbox.com, slash believe, B-L-E-A-V. Check it out, man. They're a new proud sponsor of the Slapdick Podcast. I got some food from them, and I made two steaks last night and they were fucking tasty man i'm gonna be honest with you i ain't gonna fucking promote it if it's shitty so you should know that about me um i'm just telling you so check them out and uh you know we'll get to it but anyway title of this show well let me give you the quote of the day first man and it's just something simple that i believe in if it matters and it's important to you, you'll get it done. 
<laughs> that's bottom line. Too many people don't get that. How many people out there go out of their way or make time for what's important? <laughs> I don't give a shit what you say. When, you, when it's important to you, you make time for it. Period. I don't care what anyone says. People act like they don't, they don't believe that statement. If it's important to you, you will make time. And I'm just saying, you need to figure that shit out. If it's important to you, you'll make time. And that's just the truth. I don't care if it's women, job, hobby. If it's important, you'll make time. If it ain't important, you'll have a fucking excuse on why it ain't important. <laughs> I bet you don't have it important if it has something to do with money. I bet you that shit's important. You'll make the fucking time to make it happen, right? It's crazy how people don't understand that. I don't know. Crazy. But you'll never guess the title of this show. It's fucking blasphemy. St- fucking Stephen A. Smith's great words. Blasphemy. It's fucking blasphemy, and that's the name of this show. And I'm calling it that because that's exactly what the fuck it is listening to Stephen A. Um, and these other people. And that that shit is just unbelievable to me. That's really what it is. So, I mean, it's gotten so bad listening to Stephen A. that I'm like, where the fuck is Jason fucking Whitlock at? Where's that motherfucker? Because he was the worst. Now, this cat has turned out to be like programmed. Like this motherfucker's programmed. And for a pro-black cat to talk like he does and talk about so many things that he's disgruntled about because of the black coaching hires and the black GMs and all this, you sure sound like a motherfucker working for a white dude, bruh. You sound just like all the rest of these suit-wearing motherfuckers, fake-ass fucks, that do what the fuck the big boy told you to do. You work for the man, dog. You the man. You're supposed to be the shit. It's fucking blasphemy, motherfucker. You ain't the man. You are the other man. You work for the man. If you're such the motherfucking activist like you say why don't you branch off why don't you go do jamil hill and and carrie champion and and go do your own thing at least i respect the fact they left and said fuck you i'm gonna do my own thing your ass still there working for the man dog Uh -uh uh-uh unbelievable and you want to talk all this shit about everybody else can't even look at your damn self you talking about black folks, but you the first motherfucker talking shit about a black athlete who doesn't meet your expectations. Who the fuck are you, Stephen A? You ain't nobody. Like, motherfucker, you was a HBCU off the bench, sorry-ass point guard with a fucked-up hairline. Who are you to judge Kwame Brown? Who are you to judge Bruce Brown? Do you not like the Browns, motherfucker? Well, I'm another one, motherfucker. You better watch out. I'll fuck your ass up in your fucking fucked up hairline. Your hairline make LeBron hairline look like motherfucking Matt Barnes hair. (laughs) Ah. Oh, 
man. Oh, man. That shit is comical. You're a fucking blasphemy, motherfucker. Shut up. But who puts these clowns in these roles? I mean, holy shit. Stephen A just talks, dog. I mean, Skip Bayless, I put him up there as one of the worst. He just fucking talks. You can't take a dude serious who tries to fucking rep his Jordans and different shit on his social media post. And he sits there with his leg hoisted up on a fucking table and has Jordans. That's all you see Skip Bayless do. And then you see him talk shit about LeBron and whoever else, right? I mean, this guy's a joke. Stephen A has become that guy. And uh, Jason Whitlock was the other one. And there's a few other ones. But, dog, it's becoming ridiculous. Like, you just talking out your ass. And it's blowing a big-ass part on your head. That's why your hairline's back past your ear line because your ass is just talking so kd now is the best nick ever or the best new yorker like he already put him past everybody on the knicks history and he's put him past everybody on the nets like he hasn't surpassed what jason kids did in new jersey a little less patrick fucking ewing (laughs) You know, like a little less per Earl the Pearl Monroe, a little less Bernard King. Like the list goes on and on and on. Like, how about Willis Reed? Like, I'm not reading off no list. I know these motherfuckers because I'm a sports buff. There's a lot of motherfuckers. I don't know if he surpassed fucking Amari Stoudemire, what he did there. That could be a push, but I'm just saying. The real ones? How about Phil Jackson? Didn't he win a ring there? Dog, I don't know, man. It's unbelievable the shit this guy just says at a spur of the moment. Donovan Mitchell's the best jazz player ever. KD now is the best New Yorker ever. Like, come on. You will never be the greatest of any team when you play for as many teams as this motherfucker has. Let me say it again. You'll never be as gr- the greatest on any team when you fuck around and just chase fucking big threes all the fucking time. KD's going to be the best fucking Laker next year when he ch- fucking leaves the Nets when they don't win. <laughs> like this motherfucker is just going to keep bouncing around. And Stephen A is sitting there talking about he's the best ever. Like, come on, dog. He balled last night. Sure he did. I'm just going to be honest. He played the Bucks, who was up 17. Um, Boo Holzen or whatever the head coach's name is. He might be the worst head coach in, in NBA. I'm going to be honest with you. Um, they should have fired his ass on the plane ride home. <laughs> Just let an interim take over for the rest of the series, dog, because you're fucking awful. Like, I'm not a basketball guy as far as X's and O's. I don't know much, but I do know that you have a mental midget in Giannis, Adonapuko, whatever the fuck his name is, right? 
you got seven other brothers playing in the NBA too. Like it's it's who you know. It ain't what you know. Like his brother's good enough to be on an NBA roster. Come on, get the fuck out of here. And then his other ones on the Lakers. Like, there's there, are they that good? Anyway, that's a whole nother ball game. But you got this Giannis cat who's taking who has James Harden on him with a fucked up hammy. Who calls him off, by the way, calls off his help defense. T- tells Blake Griffin, don't, don't drop down on me. I got it. Giannis sees it, turns around, takes a fallaway jumper like he's Kobe. Miss. Nets get it. KD goes down, hits a three, basically icing on the cake. Game's over at that point after they blew a 17-point lead because Giannis will not go to the rack because Giannis a miss midget, a mental, mental midget. He's a mental midget. You know why? He's so scared to shoot a fucking free throw that he won't attack the rack. And he'd rather shoot fadeaways as a seven-foot freak of nature. It's, it irks me. The, the ADs of the world, the jokers of the world, these motherfuckers that want to shoot threes has become such a... Uh, it's, become, it's created soft play among everyone else. Why? Because if you don't have a seven-footer taking up paint space, you're going to have every slap dick in the, in, in the world driving to the lane. So, therefore, you start getting these flops, these bullshit charge calls, these motherfuckers' soft-ass fucking flagrant one calls that you have to review for a fucking 10 minutes to say it's a fucking flagrant one when the motherfucker didn't even get hit. He flopped and faked it because your center that's seven-foot is out there shooting threes. Brooke Lopez is on the wing shooting threes and has motherfucking Bruce Brown guarding him. Like, what the fuck are you and Giannis down up on the three-point line for? You have no rebounding. You have no fucking second chance opportunities because Middleton should be out there is actually the one on the box who isn't going to out-rebound fucking Claxon or KD or fucking who's also seven foot, by the way, or Blake Griffin, who's a little more muscular. And you got P.J. Tucker, who's trying to cover everyone, and he's playing great defense, but he's just not that athletic to stay in front of these guys for that long. And you got Harden, who barely plays yesterday, but he plays, I mean, I'm sorry, he played 46 minutes but barely did anything. And I think they had to play him so his hamstring wouldn't tighten up. So he had to play the minutes. And he was just another ball handler out there, really, because he only had, what, six points? I think he had, like, eight assists. Um, But you had to still honor him. And uh, KD comes around with a triple-double 49-point performance, and, yeah, he, he looked great. But KD is nowhere near the best New York basketball player of all time. I don't give a fuck what you say. He ain't even close yet. He ain't done nothing yet. He's played, what, 20 games? And this is the best player of all time in the city. Like, Stephen A., you should not even be allowed back into the city. You're from the motherfucker. And you're talking out your asshole. Blasphemy, motherfucker. But anyway, it's just clown talk to me, man. I think it's just straight up fucking clowns. And him and Max Kellerman are fucking clowns. She, you know, 
it's clowns. I'm just being honest. It's just a clown, clown, clown. And uh, this motherfucker, they just keep irresponsible journalists reporting. Irresponsible reporting. There's nothing worse than it in the world. That's what you have with these motherfuckers. But it is what it is. Um, did you see the Booker come up and run up on Joker in that game four, the final game when Joker got eliminated for a flagrant one when he swiped the ball? By the way, he was going after the ball. His fat meat of his arm hits this fucking soft pain in the nose. By the way, he was down 10 minutes, got up, not one problem, not bleeding, not fucking black eye, not swollen lip, nothing. And they kick him out, Joker, the MVP who just got the MVP trophy the night before, kicks him out of the game, and um, they award a fucking soft fuck. Like, the NBA and the NFL has become so soft. In an elimination game, Joker is ejected for that. Like, you've got to be shitting me. you got to say there's a problem. But did you see Joker's Serbian-ass brothers in the crowd? Like, they wanted all the heat. They wanted the smoke. They were like, fuck it, let's go. Booker ran up on that motherfucker and was like, oh, shit, I fucked up. <laughs> did you read Joker's lips? What you going to do? He's like, what you going to do? What you going to do? <laughs> You didn't see not one motherfucker run up on Joker after that. Like, Booker ran up on him and was like, oh, fuck, I fucked up. Joker wasn't playing. He wants to win. And without Murray, I knew they had no shot. I mean, this motherfucker is basically running the point. But... <sighs> so is KD the GOAT of New York, the GOAT of Golden State, and the GOAT of OKC? Stephen A.? Is he the best on all, at all? Th- so he's already better than Steph, Clay, um, Tim Hardaway, fucking Chris Mullen, Mitch Richmond. He's better than all those fucking Golden State Warriors. Um, hmm. Is he better than fucking? I mean, OKC obviously was. He should be the best there, you know, except for Gary Payton. Seattle Supersonics was your original franchise, so. I wouldn't put you above Sean Kemp and Gary Payton because they took the franchise to the finals as well. You did take them to the finals and got beat, but um, you know, I don't know, man. I, I, uh, You know, it just blows my mind. The talk, the get, the just the bullshit. You can never be the goat of a franchise if you continue to leave after two years. And the people anointing him as they put KD in the Hall of Fame in Golden State. Like, why? You motherfucker was there two years. You haven't won anything without superstars, KD. What have you won alone? And I get everybody needs something, of course. But you had Harden and Westbrook, dog, and couldn't win. In their prime, you couldn't win. You needed to go and lose and get Kate and get Steph and Clay and Draymond, a big four really, to win a couple. 
Like you have another best trio of scores ever assembled and you ain't going to win it again. I don't think they're going to win it. I think KD's an injury away from them being fucking put out real easy. Milwaukee should never have lost that game. They should be up 3-2 and they'll win the fourth. They would have won in six. Now it's going to go seven and it's anyone's ball game in seven if Harden or whoever don't play. I don't know. It's just, it's hard to watch these motherfuckers. I, I have, I just have a huge problem with this goat talk when it's so young in the, you know, KD's been in the league a while, but like, who is his team? Like, where is his foundation laid? Like the motherfucker, to me, he's a Oklahoma City Thunder via fucking Seattle Supersonic. But see, that's the thing. Nobody can tell you where he is now because he's been everywhere. Like, what is he? He has no fucking... He hasn't cemented himself in fucking basketball lore. He ain't no fucking buddy yet. Yeah, he's won a few championships because he's chasing them. He's going to get superstars, and here he is again. But it's unbelievable if you look at his fucking body language when you see... He is the only one of the big three out there. Have you noticed his body language and how fucked up he looks at his teammates? Have you, you know, see, I'm a coach, dog. I see it all and I look for it all. You know why? Because I'm, I'm, a, I'm a body language studier. Because that's what tells you everything. Fuck what your words say. What are your bodies telling me? And you know the bottom line is? Have you seen KD come off the court when he's out there with just Bruce Brown and Blake Griffin and and uh, Shamit and all these motherfuckers. Have you seen him come off the court? Where does he go? He goes and talks to Harden and Kyrie in street clothes. Have you peeped that out? Has anyone ever peeped that? He goes and sits with them while Steve Nash is talking to the other four players on the court with him. And if it's a close game or if they're down, he don't even go here, Steve Nash. <laughs> like, dog. It's unbelievable to me. And you guys call him the GOAT. See, that's just, we got a different mindset. We got a different mindset. When he's one of three superstars out on the field, his demeanor changes, and he is too good for the average NBA teammate. And when he goes to the bench, look who he talks to, dog. <laughs> Notice that little shit, man, before you guys all start coming up with your own little thing. Dan Tony's interviewed in Portland. Stephen A. asked, should Lillard want Dan Tony? Who gives a fuck what Lillard wants? Like, <laughs> dog, there's so much bullshit out there. If you're so much of a killer, Dame Lillard, like fucking Kendrick Perkins calls you guys killers, which is blows my mind, by the way. There's no killers in the NBA no more. Okay. Kobe was the last killer. Just so we're clear. Like <laughs> these motherfuckers aren't killers. Okay. And when I give you my top 10 most overrated NBA players, you're going to trip. You're going to be like, oh, hell no. Nah. All right. But anyway, D'Antoni interviewed with Portland and Stephen A. asked, should Lillard want D'Antoni? Who gives a fuck? Should D'Antoni want Lillard, motherfucker? I don't want D'Antoni, number one. I told you guys that a couple podcasts ago. Me and him have the same chance to win an NBA title. If I took over Portland or if he does. 
He's never been to a finals. He ain't shit. He's an offensive guy who pushes the tempo, gives a fuck about defense, and still hasn't figured out defense wins championships. Football, basketball, baseball, pitching. Like, defense wins championships. If we haven't figured that out yet, Mike D'Antoni, then you have a problem, Houston. Literally, you had a problem in Houston. (laughs) You had Westbrook and fucking Harden and CP3 and couldn't win. But we'll get to CP3 and why that is. He's ironically out again. But anyway, if you're this cold killer, Dame Lillard, it wouldn't matter who you hire. It wouldn't fucking matter who you hire. You guys are going to hire fucking whoever. You're the guy who's getting $200 million max contract, and you're going to sign it, and you're going to play there, and that's what it is. You've said you love it there. Then stay there and win a championship with them. But you haven't got out of the fucking first round, homie. And you're a killer? Dame Lillard had one of the best performances ever versus Utah. Guess what? You lost. You didn't have the best performance ever because you would have hit the last shot and won the game. But you missed it and you lost. And you made a lot of threes before it. Yeah, you broke a record, I think. But you broke a record and you lost. (laughs) I mean, how is that a killer? Like, how is he so fucking great when all he can do is shoot threes from 45 feet and it's all this huge spectacle and everybody's in all of these huge long threes but you don't win. I mean, fuck, dog. This uh, Trey Young cat does the same thing, but he actually won a playoff game. Series. Series. He's in a second-round battle with the number one seed, actually. With, I believe, an overachieving Atlanta Hawks team who has less talent, in my opinion, than you have in Portland. I don't believe... He hasn't McCollum on his roster. Bogdanovich, eh, I don't think he's as talented as McCollum. Um, you know, you got the center. You got Collins. You, you know, there's some decent guys, but... Mm, Hooter, you know, Hunter's hurt. So I don't think you have a good enough... I don't think your roster is close to Portland's. And, and this guy... Trey Young is advancing. He's at out advanced Luka Doncic, by the way, who still has yet to win a playoff series. But we're anointing these young 22, 23-year-old cats as the best next Kobe, but mm, I think you got to let their resume kind of speak for it before you start anointing these motherfuckers. But I've been saying that for long enough. But your so-called killer, hey, dog, the organization is going to fucking hire a coach. You got to play and ball out. Am I saying shut up and dribble? No, motherfucker. But goddamn, dog. You make $200 million. You're going to play back. I wouldn't give a fuck who's my coach. If this is the profession it is. Play the game. Fucking make your money. And try to win a game in a series. You had a pretty decent squad. I'm just going to be honest. You lost against Utah. So... Or Denver, sorry. Is it Denver? Whoever you played. Um, but I don't know. Um, 
So I got a most overrated list, dog. I, I, I just got to, I want you to hear this overrated list. All right. You might say it's blasphemy, but. <laughs> My top 10 overrated, most overrated guys. Okay. Right before I do that, I'm going to pay the bills. And this show is also brought to you by betonline.ag. The month of June is heating up. It's hot as shit here in Cali. Heating up with a ton of exciting sports action, and BetOnline is where you can find it. From basketball and hockey playoffs to baseball's marquee matchups, including prop bets and futures, BetOnline has all the latest odds, news, and information for all your online sport, sports betting needs. Visit the website today. Use your mobile device. Join and receive 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. So before you, the next tip-off, face-off, or pitch, head on over to BetOnline and start playing today. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Check them out, man. Play the game tonight. Bet tonight. See what you get going. Um, We'll see what happens. But anyway... My top 10 most overrated NBA players. All right. I got I to gotta get this out there. This is not in any particular order. All right. Um, so I didn't grade them by number. All right. I just think these 10 players are the most overrated. All right. So. Steph Curry. Everybody's like. Everybody listening is like. What the fuck? They're all like sad and shit. Don't be sad, dog. Steph Curry has done nothing without Clay Thompson, without KD, without Draymond, all together. Has he? So, him, Clay, and Draymond won a title, and then KD came with Clay and him and Draymond and won a title. KD left. Clay got hurt. They were the worst team in the NBA last year. This year, they were a little better. Um, got put out by Memphis in a play-in. Didn't even make the playoffs. So two years in a row, you didn't make the legitimate playoffs and I'm going to say that you're an elite player. Now, you got voted All-NBA. You got voted All-NBA first team. Skill set-wise, you are an All-NBA first teamer, in my opinion. I believe you're one of the best shooters of all time. I believe you, you, you are, you're one, probably the best people in the game. And I believe you're a great... You can do it all. But you can't lead... A team, in my opinion, capable of making the playoffs to the playoffs. I can't put you as a not overrated player. To me, you're overrated. You're great with other great people, but you're not a leader. Leaders create more leaders, not more followers. It's easy to lead when you have three other fucking leaders and then everyone follows. But can you lead by yourself as the sole leader? No. Dame Lillard. 
What in the fuck have you done besides try to rap against Shaq, talk shit to fucking Charles Barkley, and shoot 45-foot threes and lose? What have you done besides leave the bubble early, leave your teammates hanging, and get on a private jet when there's still a game to be played in the playoffs? When you weren't even really injured, you were just hurt. Overrated. KD might be my one of my top overrated motherfuckers. Might be the t- best scorer of this generation. Sure. Okay. I I don't have any quarrels. Seven foot shooter who can cross you over and make you look stupid, dunk on you, shoot over you, all that. Pretty ass game he has. Like it's pretty to watch him play. Like shoot the ball. As far as a seven foot, hundred pound, soaking wet, look like Snoop on Baby Boy type of motherfucker, he is beautiful to watch play basketball, no doubt. But <laughs> you're not a winner, dog. You're not a grinder. You're not no nuts and guts motherfucking performer. You need superstars, and when they're not there, you are a cunt. I mean, it is what it is. Let's call it what it is. I call it square, square, and a circle, a circle. Um, James Harden. He's right there with you, KD. It's ironic you guys play together. Oh, my next one, Kyrie. <laughs> so all three of you motherfuckers play together, and how ironic it is that you, hey, man, shitbirds flock together, just so we're clear. That should be the quote. Shitbirds flock together. But anyway... All three of you motherfuckers, in my opinion, are, haven't done shit. What has Kyrie done without LeBron? Made one shot. One shot in his career that mattered. He's done nothing but bash cities, talk shit about franchises he was formerly at, fucking miss work for bullshit, whatever you want to call it. I don't give a fuck. It's bullshit to me. I don't care what reasons. And you... Have every excuse in the book on how, why not to play. I'm, I'm worried about the Middle East and my, my mind's not in basketball. Then go over there, motherfucker, and get on the front line and go over there and fucking help out the fucking Palestinians, motherfucker, or whoever the fuck it is. Go over there and do something then. All this talk, man, all bark, no bite. It's unbelievable. It's just a fucking excuse on why they don't win it is the reason he says this shit. Then if they do happen to win it, oh, fuck, I had my mind on the Middle East and we still won it. I'm the best. Shut the fuck up. You're the biggest cowardly cunt I've ever seen, maybe, possibly. You'd probably be number one on my list if I had to number them. Um, Harden, you haven't done shit. Like, get the fuck out of here. You and KD already had this story with Russ. Then you had Russ again in Houston and didn't do shit. And you were a game away from closing out fucking Golden State at home and couldn't get it done. And then... You got out some type of fucking excuse. And you then you force your way out of a franchise. And then you talk shit. I mean... Leads me to the next guy that was formerly on your team, CP3. Oh, coach, he's, he's created a great deal in, 
in in Phoenix. Well, today he's out indefinitely because of COVID. All of a sudden, um, he's a he is a fucking farting the wind away from blowing out his fucking hamstring. Like this motherfucker's going to find a way to get hurt. I'm just going to be honest. Stop talking about him being a top five point guard, Stephen A. Stop talking about that. It is blasphemy. (laughs) He has done nothing in this league but stir up drama why he didn't go to the Lakers and went to the Clippers and then left New Orleans and then he went to Houston and the OKC. Like, how can you call this motherfucker a top five player who's never won nothing, anything, never won anything? He's played for nine fucking teams. Really, I don't know, what, six, seven? Great superstars don't play for seven teams. I mean, when you're the greatest or a top five player, so-called, teams don't let you go like that. And I know the game's changed, collective bargaining and different fucking things. Money talks, bullshit walks. I get it. But you've made $100 million every time you play for somebody. So I don't understand. You get it wherever. You're bouncing around like a motherfucking ping pong table. And you want me to call you the greatest when you can't even stay healthy enough to play long enough to see if you are that good. But you're never going to be that good because you can't make it through and you won't get your team to the finals. Yeah, you're the greatest leader, the NBA says. The players say he's the greatest leader. Well, because you're all a bunch of followers, motherfuckers, you don't know what a leader is. Guess who the leaders are? The motherfuckers you want out as coaches. (laughs) Stan Van Gundy got fired today from New Orleans after one year. You know why? He's too hard on the players. That's why you want him out. Because the players dictate everything nowadays. And I don't even know how this show turned into be on a basketball show today. But I just wanted to go over these soft motherfuckers. Um, CP3 hasn't done shit. I mean, I, I think he's overrated. <laughs> that is me, dog. What has he done? How is he top five? You're putting him over Allen Iverson? He at least went to the finals and won a game. And Allen Iverson would fucking nut you out, CP3. <laughs> Motherfucker, you couldn't hold Allen Iverson's left nutsack in a game of one-on-one in that dark alley somewhere. You would tap out like a motherfucking wrestler. All you motherfuckers would tap out back in the day. And I'm not just comparing generations. It is what it is. You know what? You guys are by far more superior athletically than we ever were. You are bigger, faster, and stronger than we ever were. But you're softer than we'll ever be. <laughs> and nuts and guts and heart and nuts, man, that, tell, that, that, that sure does define a motherfucker when it comes down to getting shit done in a dark alley with a pistol and a knife. But you'll never know anything about it. I have Tatum as my number seven. Even though they're not numbered now. Don't get me listen. I think Tatum. Tatum's a great young up and coming guy, coach. He might be. He might score 57 times. 
Who cares? What has he done? He has Jalen Brown. Yeah, he got hurt. But they were still a fucking seven seed. Like, Jalen Brown got hurt late in the season. They have Marcus Smart, Kimball Walker. They have a lot of players. They should have been better than the seven seed or whatever the fuck they were. Tatum, I like how you play, man, but you're overrated, dog. Tell you, show me you can win something with the guys you have and not chase no fucking superstar team. That's what I'm saying. How is there a true GOAT nowadays? All these motherfuckers have played with superstars. They're chasing this superstar thing and this big three thing. How do you really know who the real motherfucker is? You motherfuckers don't know. Joel Embiid. I think this motherfucker is a clown. But that's just me. Now, is he the most talented big man in the NBA? I think by far he is. I think by far he's the most talented NBA player. No question about it. Um, big man, okay? Big man. I think he is by far. I wish he played low in the box more than he would shoot, but at least he plays down lower than some of these fuckers, uh, other centers that want to just shoot. Um, his teammate, Ben Simmons. I think this motherfucker's a mental midget, just like Giannis. And then my number 10 is Giannis. <laughs> And Luca barely made missed the list. Um, I love how he plays. I think he plays with an old school mentality for the most part. Um, but then I'm going to clarify a, a guy real quick, so because you're all going to tell me there's a guy missing who I already know about. Trust me, this is how low I regard him. But anyway, Luca barely missed it because Luca still has yet to win a playoff series. 22 years old. Trey Young, 22 years old. He already won a series, and he's won two games against the number one seed. That puts him in a higher tax bracket to me than you, Luca. Even though I think I would take Luca first if I was playing in a pickup three-on-three basketball game that meant nothing, I'd take you. If I'm building a franchise... Um. I don't know if I take you, Luca, because you haven't proven to me that you can be a winner. Now, you have a fucking soft shitbird fucking Porzingis over there who you can't depend on. I get that too, Luca, And I love your game, bro. But until you win. But anyway, you're not in my top ten, Luca, so you're safe. But Giannis, you're not in top ten. To me, you are a mental midget. You and Ben Simmons should be playing together. And you should be fucking shooting free throws together and put Simmons on the three-point line and let him shoot some threes. You should shoot free throws. And you guys just play until whoever the first to 10 is wins. Because you guys can Ben Simmons hit 10 threes before you hit 10 free throws. And then the winner goes and fucking plays and the loser fucking retires. Because you're both fucking mentally fucking midget. You're a mental midget. You can't get over your fucking I got shoot a three-pointer. You're in the fucking NBA, dog. You will never be elite unless you start shooting a fucking three-pointer. You're in the NBA where more threes are shot than ever in the history of the game, and you won't shoot a three-pointer. Have you noticed Ben Simmons becoming more and more irrelevant as the playoffs get deeper and deeper? He's not the triple-double assist guy no more. Have you noticed? 
Because he can't shoot. Shooting would make his game so more well-rounded, he'd be fucking top five NBA player probably. But he can't and won't shoot. You can never regard him as a fucking top echelon player. He's a joke. Him and Giannis both deserve to be in the top 10 overrated players in the NBA, in my opinion. Giannis is shooting fallaway fucking fadeaways on fucking James Harden, who's a handicapped wheelchiller with a fucked up hamstring because he's so scared to go to the free throw line because he won't make a free throw. How are you the two-time MVP? Because you're the most vulnerable player, not the most valuable player. But that's a whole nother ballgame. So, obviously, my most overrated player in the NBA is not on this list. Well, why not, Coach? We call him Palmdale P here in L.A. You guys call him Pandemic P. He was called Playoff P. We all know Paul George. He is not worth my breath putting him on this list. And you're going to see that tonight with no Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard's hurt. He might be done for the fucking series. Further proving my point, the L.A. Clippers should be called the Orange County San Diego Clippers because they're not truly an L.A. team because the L.A. teams usually have some sort of championship. If you notice, the L.A. Kings have won titles. The Dodgers have, I think, the second or third most World Series championships. The Lakers have the most, tied with the most. Um, (laughs) What have the fucking Clippers done? Why are they in L.A.? You're taking up a space in the fucking Staples Center fellas if you can't add a banner to our fucking gym you need to go play in another city so the clippers further proving my point they are just who they we thought they were these motherfuckers continue to be plagued with something some reason excuse whatever And the Kawhi Leonard injury that just occurred, and everyone thought it was nothing. And when I saw it happen, I said, that motherfucker might be hurt. But anyway, that's just having an eye for talent. He may have an ACL, LCL, PCL issue, and I think he's done. And I just don't think they want to say it. He is done, not playing tonight, and you're going to see Palm Del P fucking flounder. For you guys that don't know what that means, it means sink real fast, heavily, hard to the bottom he has too much pressure on his shoulders now paul george can still score 30 at any given night let's not make no mistake about it but let's see when he scores the 30 i bet you it ain't in the fucking final couple minutes when the team needs him to win bet you it ain't then i bet you it's all first four quarters early it ain't gonna be late in the fourth it ain't gonna be overtime Palm Del P is not even worth my discussion. He's the most overrated player on this list that I kept him off of because he's just too, it's too obvious. So I wanted to give you my players that were not obvious. Like people probably say, damn, Steph Curry you put on there? Dame Lillard? CP3? Tatum? Yeah. What have they fucking done? Tell they do something and get rid of the mental midget fucking Giannis Ben Simmons mindset they're nothing to me you get an MVP because you're the most vulnerable player you're a big nice guy you're a freak of nature you got an accent ah uh, he's MVP the NBA top 
NBA, all NBA team, the best 15 players came out yesterday. And I got to be honest with you. LeBron being a second teamer, I'm fine with it. All right. He was hurt. We know. Um, he started the year off great, and then he faltered, and then he got hurt. And so he, I, I don't have no problem with it. I think there's a few people left off there, though, that shouldn't have been. I think Booker is a dude. I like how he plays, kind of quiet, humble, talks a little shit, but he's got some uh, conviction to it. You know what I'm saying? Donovan Mitchell, who I think is okay. I think he's cool. I like him. I don't know if he's this best thing going, but I believe one of those two should have easily replaced Butler for the Miami Heat. I don't believe Butler deserve Donovan Mitchell and Booker are in the West. <laughs> the hardest conference by far. And led them to a one and two seed respectively. The best record in basketball, Mitchell. And Gobert made it, but Mitchell didn't. That kind of is fucking iffy to me. And Butler making it for Miami, who barely made the playoffs after winning, going to the finals. Why was he on there? I don't, I don't think. See, it's a popularity contest. And the people voting for these people, to me, never playing the game blows my mind. How does a motherfucker not have ever played get to vote? Like, I, to me, it blows my mind. But it's just all political, and it's blasphemy. It's blasphemy. Um. I don't know. I wish we would give MVPs out after the finals ended. Coach of the year after the finals ended. Defensive player after the finals ended. How is Giannis all defensive NBA and defensive player of the year two years along with MVP when he will not even guard KD down the stretch? Well, he will not guard the best player. And you're the seven-foot dude that's athletically... Gifted as KD, if not more athletic. Even though KD crossed your ass, but that's a crossover that that's a basketball move. It doesn't mean you're more less athletic. You just got crossed because your eyes got you crossed. Eyes will make your feet slow, let me tell you. Why won't you guard the best player if you're the best player, motherfucker? And then you come out and say, KD's the best player in the NBA. Like, you're a no-nuts-and-guts motherfucking soft-ass I would never pick your soft, big old freakish ass on my team because you're soft. First time I cussed your ass out, you'd wilter like a little fucking dead fucking rose. Your ass don't fucking know how to get nothing done, man. You should have willed that win yesterday. You lost that shit because you're soft. And soft ain't even. And then Middleton drops you a fucking dime piece for a dunk and you drop the ball with your Butterfinger scary ass. You're in my top 10 most overrated. Just so, and you'll always be there, motherfucker. You're right there with Harden, KD, and Kyrie. I don't know. It is what it is. But, but I'm going to be real. There's a lot of guys on that list. I could, I could probably make a top 30 overrated. Like Joker. What's he done? MVP. Shoots threes as a big man. He's a very skilled dude. Can pass the ball maybe with the best of them. But he hasn't done shit. I mean, I'm being honest. What has he done? 
AD until he wins with LeBron, and he was a big part of it last year, I believe. That's the reason I didn't have him on here, but he hasn't done nothing without LeBron. Like, everybody needs LeBron, it seems like. <laughs> um, see, LeBron is a true player that makes his teammates better. Obviously, the Lakers are horrible. He gets there, and they win. Um, took him a year, but I'm just saying. It's just crazy how his teams win. I mean, whether they win it all or not, and he makes the shot, that's a whole other discussion. I don't believe he is the GOAT ever, and I don't believe he ever will have that nuts and moxie that a Kobe or Jordan ever will have, ever. But he is a guy that wins and makes his team better, and there's no getting around that. But he's getting old, 36. How many years left does he have? Um, I don't know. It's all blasphemy, man. Don't be a slapdick, man. And if you want a slapdick bully, I got one pup left. Oh, boy, he's huge, 16 weeks, 53 pounds, and I have to sell him. I got too much going on, and, uh, hey, appreciate it. Hey, man, go be good today. Go check out some Moink. Great meat. Check out my YouTube. Become a member. Hit the like button. And, uh. Hey, man, it's a great day to have a great fucking day. Appreciate you guys. Peace. Hope this ain't my last chance. It's the last chance. Give me another guy. Last chance for me. Will I make it? Will I take it to the top? We gon' see. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. Will I make it? Will I take it to the top? We gon' see. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. Let's fight a guy, man. I'm just telling you.